Learn why entrepreneurs, hairstylists, pastors, military commandos, executives, professional athletes, and coaches trust over a decade of experience to find a clear vision and purpose for life, career, and organization. Go to emisgood.com forward slash R7 and apply today. Finally, get the clarity to level up your career, relationships, and confidence with R7. Hey everybody, I just want to say good morning, good afternoon, or good night regarding whatever time you're listening to this podcast. Welcome to the Apply Rigor Podcast, where we try to serve up a fresh dose of encouragement to you regardless of whether you're on the peak or in the valley. Hey, before we go any further, Dave Jones. Good morning. You doing all right? Good morning. (laughs) Dave just decided to say good morning. So I'm going to let you guess what time of day it is. It may be the afternoon. He's kind of tricky. Um, How are you doing today? I'm awesome. I'm abundantly blessed and walk in the favor of God. Good. I wanted to make sure. Yeah. I wanted to make sure we didn't fast forward past that. Yep. Yep. Doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome, man. I'm doing awesome. I just came off of a peak experience yesterday of um, coaching a middle school soccer team that beat its biggest rival at the first win after three years, coming back from a huge deficit, winning in overtime. And I couldn't help but keep thinking, but we're doing the podcast tomorrow and we kind of talk about this stuff every single week. So I am I am very in tune and ready to rock. Let's do it. So, hey, guys, I'm so excited today. We have a good friend of mine uh, who I worked with for a few years, many years ago, and have stayed in contact with. His name is David Friedson. And I want to tell you a little bit about Dave as we get going today. Currently, he's the VP of Operations for Ore Safety over in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, he's a former member of the Army, and he is a self-proclaimed adrenaline junkie. Yeah. <laughs> With nearly 25 years of experience in environments from manufacturing and distribution to providing services and logistics and technology, he brings a unique combination of team development and leadership operations strategy, and thought leadership with the ability to implement and execute. He's worked for companies, just if you're wondering, I'm going to let you know, he's worked for companies like UPS, Chiquita Fresh Express, Archway Cookies, and Evergreen Packaging. And so today, again, like I said, he's with Or Safety in Louisville, and we, we can't miss this. This is the biggest, this is the most important part. He's married to his beautiful wife, Debbie, and has four children, seven grandchildren, loves to travel, and usually does so to support his skiing and running addiction. He's an ultra marathoner. So those of you that are wondering, yes, he will run for fun 50 miles at a rip. So hey, Dave, welcome to the show, man. Well, thanks so much. It's, It's great to be here this morning. You know, as we're talking about the Ply Rigger podcast, peaks and valleys every week, you know, bringing on spectacular guests from around the world. You know, uh, Dave, we just want to really get into your story here. And if you could talk about, um, you know, your highest peak and your lowest valley. And let's just start off with, uh, you know, your your biggest peak that you've experienced over your career. Yeah, well, aside from, uh, you know, you mentioned my my family, my wife, my kids, my grandchildren. Of course, that's uh, always the uh, focus. That's always the, the peak for me. Um you know, my, otherwise, my, my peaks uh, come from some of those adrenaline things that I do. It just drives me and thrills me. Um, and I bring that into business as well. So I kind of feel like uh, every achievement, just being where I am today right now is, is, uh, is, is a peak for me. Uh, but peaks for me are somewhat fleeting because I'm always looking at now that I'm here, you know, what, what comes next. Mm. <laughs> that's good well you know being being content is an important thing 
you know, but also being knowing when to stop being content to keep pushing is important too. And so, you know, I, I appreciate that knowing, you know, when, when I've seen you and, and watched you race in 40 degree weather with driving rain in mud through forests and trees and everything else to make it is pretty incredible. And I think, uh, you know, in the end, that's, it's, it's, um, it, it really thrills me, but also it's, um, it's, it's conditioning in life. It also, um, creates just this this um level of tolerance uh that we have to accommodate so many other things by challenging um myself it makes so many other things trivial in in the end yeah well hey talk to us about talk to us about your lowest low then talk to us about a a valley that that you've been in in the past well i'll I'll give you a, a couple of different circumstances um and and both seem on the surface very different, but each are uh, e- each of them entirely challenged both my mental and physical endurance, uh, and, and pushed my tolerance tolerance to um, for stress to new levels. So the, the first one was way back, unfortunately, too too many years ago when I was in the army, and um, I, I remember this evening it was um, forty degrees out. Funny you mentioned that with. Uh, um, <laughs> know ultra running but this was a night when it was uh, 40 degrees out raining uh all night had that you know 110 120 pound uh pack on my back um we only had 15 miles to go that night but it was through the mud and every step of the way it added uh you know another 5 10 15 pounds on each foot and you couldn't shake it off because your very next step you were sinking again into you know, a foot of, a foot of mud and collecting that again. And, um, you know, by the end of the evening, um, you know, it was about four in the morning. Um, I was so tired, so exhausted that I just laid down where we were in a puddle and shivered the rest of the night. Uh, I know hypothermic, um, it it was a miserable evening. Um, there was another guy who experienced something similar and he kind of tapped out, so, so to speak. And, uh, you know, I just kind of saw the, the, the score in that, that he went through. So it was one of those things, the morning broke, I suffered through it. And, you know, three, three days later, we were back in garrison and I had a, a still had a fever of 103 at that time. So I know I was, I was pretty bad off. Um, but, you know, in, in the end, there were a lot of other people around me that, um, you know, it was one step after another. I knew I wasn't going <laughs> to, I knew I wasn't going to die out there. I knew that, um, you know, the, the people around me would take care of me if, 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 if I failed. Um, so I kept plodding through. Um, when, you were, when you were in that valley and, you know, you're shivering, and you know life is horrible what emotion do you think you went to that that was negative but what was the emotion that was positive that you went to they said you know what i'm going to get out of this what 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 do you think it was the you know the the, the negative of course was just the absolute misery how I'm wondering how i'm just going to get through that uh, the the next it, it's not even thinking uh, hours ahead it's thinking about the next uh, minute and surviving that because it's just so darn darn miserable uh yeah you know and 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 the motivation to get through of course is you know it's just not going to end here uh, i'm not gonna not gonna 
you know, lay, lay down and die. I'm going, going to do what it takes um, uh, just to, to, to keep going because, you know, then you do start thinking about, well, um, am I gonna, am I going to be around tomorrow? Well, of course I'm going to be around tomorrow. I'm going to do whatever it takes to do that. Uh, so it's just that kind of a, a thought process I think that I went through then and, you know, in other valleys as well. Wow. So, yeah. So, so talk to us. I, I know you had, I think you had uh, another one you wanted to share as well. Why don't you share us, uh, share with us real quickly about that one too? Yeah. Well, I, you know, far more recently in my first, uh, vice, vice presidency role, um, it, it was in 2008 and, uh, the company I was with at the time just went into a, a, a hard bankruptcy. I mean, this was, uh, we were open for business one day, the next day, um, uh, you know, a couple thousand people were just uh, uh, out of work, um, you know, no pay, no benefits. And again, as I said, this was in 2008. And um, I was unemployed at that time for 53 weeks. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, it's definitely a, a difficult time. At that time, I already had a family. So, you know, certainly that valley was thinking about, wow, what does the future hold? Um, you know, not just for myself, but, but, loved ones around me so talk go ahead i was gonna say that that sounds bad right um (laughs) it probably was but when you're talking about the valley of misery of shivering in a puddle and a valley of of like uh you know not being employed what was the were the same emotions that that got you there or were that you're in were the same emotions that got you out walk us through that Essentially, yes. The big difference is, and both are just such a test of, of you know, of, of your endurance, of your capability to, to tolerate stress, and uh, what what your uh, attitude is when when you're in that valley. I think the big difference was simply my maturity and what I had learned over the years and my experiences. Um, you know, in, in the latter one that really helped me to get out far more. Uh, far more smoothly. You know, Dave, one of the things I love about both of these stories, and you just talked about maturity, is, you know, Dave Jones and I have talked about this idea of being a slave to your emotions Mm -hmm. or having high EQ and being able to control your emotions. And when I hear you say that, that's what I hear, is that through your maturity, you're able then to lead lead your emotions versus letting your emotions lead you and being a slave to them. Well, I, I, yeah, absolutely. And I think it really comes down for me to for to two things um one is you know in that latter example um i've always believed in um you know you definitely i definitely want to save for the future but i also want to do things uh today as well um and being able to look back and say that um i'm there's not a whole lot of things that I can say, I wish I would have done. There are regrets I have, but it's not a matter of thinking, I wish I would have done these five things. I don't have a bucket list because I make the bucket list happen all the time. And I'm always looking for, for the new thing. Well, when you're in the Valley, the, what, what that does is it really lets you focus on what's in front of you instead of thinking back and wallowing in a misery and mm. feeling sorry for yourself. Um, because you've already done, I've already done so many of the things I've, I've dreamed of doing. Now it's just a matter of, uh, I, you know, cl- climbing back out. My focus can can be purely there. Um, you know, I think the the other thing in that that, that I have learned is that 
I operate within a, a, a band of, of stress. And at if, when things are going really well and relatively it's low stress, I found that in the end, I'll start manufacturing stress out of little things because that low bound is just there. I'm going to have you know, this level of stress no matter what. And at the higher end, um, you know, in both the, the valleys, it t- really tests that upper level of stress. Um, and, you know, when you reach that, that level, one of two things is going to happen. You're going to break, and so few people really break, or you're going to adapt and do something differently um, and, and change your, your, your life, your luck, your fate, your destiny, whatever, you know, whatever that is. Um, and I also believe that you can condition yourself to change where that upper and lower band are. And I think that's actually how it ties back to those uh, activities that I love, that adrenaline stuff that I love to do with the extreme skiing and extreme running. I'm constantly putting myself in that uh, uh, testing that level of stress and ultimately raising that band and uh, that leads to being able to escape out of those valleys. I think uh, there's so much more to talk about in that stress tolerance and the band of stress. It sounds like a book right there. <laughs> um, as we land the plane here, you know what? What encouragement can you offer those entrepreneurs in the middle of the valley? Like, what would you say to somebody who's in the valley, who's listening to this right now or watching this um, on Facebook? What, what would you say to them? I, you know, I, I think the 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 magic blessing for me is always knowing that I'll never look back and wish I would have. And you can fill in the blank with what the would have uh, is for you. Um, you know, my take, there's always time to sleep later. Make it, uh, make it happen now while you can. That's really good. That's really good. I think, I think as, as we wrap up here and we get ready to kind of shut down this episode, you know, if you're listening, don't miss what he said just a couple mm-hmm. seconds ago. Yeah. That if you don't have enough stress in your life, like if you're trying to live a stress-free life, you'll ultimately manufacture it, whether it's a completely, you know, overemphasizing or getting upset at the tiniest things. But if you have too much stress, it'll help drive you to the bigger rocks, to the bigger things to do that. And you've got to figure out where that band is for you and how you manage that. I, I love the idea of, you know, when you're in the valley, also, if, you, if you're hearing, if you're watching or listening you know is taking care of what's in front of you right now yeah you know that that's a, that's awesome instead of thinking about two years from now or yep. six months from now that's great advice dave thank you so much for being on the podcast today really Thanks appreciate you your time me. yeah absolutely and dave you, you've you've been a great friend over the years and i just again I, I i echo dave jones right now you know we really appreciate your time thank you for being on much appreciated. Thank you, guys. You're welcome. So, hey, as, as we get ready to wrap up this episode, uh, again, take these ideas, take these lessons, you know, and incorporate them, use them. But at the end of the day, as we sign off, go apply some rigor. 